Jesus had said, do you want to get well? And the man doesn't say yes or no. He, he immediately goes into the reason why he hasn't gotten well. And I'm wondering for you today, if Jesus is looking into a piece of your life and saying, do you want to get well? Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. I'm so excited you are here with me. And I have some exciting news for you. I need you to know that as of October 4th, 2023, this podcast, Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast, is officially six months old. So happy half birthday to this podcast. I can't believe it's been six months and just under 30 episode. I think this is episode 29. And I'm just blown away by the support, by the engagement. We have over to right around 3,500 downloads and more to come. So if you're listening to this podcast, if it has blessed you in any way, shape or form, would you be so kind and to send me a half birthday gift and, and pass this along to a friend or family member that you think would be blessed by a specific episode. And to that end, I want to let you know that I am finishing discussing Untangled Faith. We have gone through this over the summer and now into the fall. This is the very last bit of it, the final chapter, the final story, the final invitation from the Lord from this book. It doesn't mean that this book is over by any stretch of the imagination. I hope it's just getting started, but I want to let you know that I will be moving into new spaces and new episodes, new series, interviews, all kinds of things moving forward in this podcast. And I would love your help. If you are a listener and you want to hear more amazing content, would you do me a favor and go to life, kingdomlifecoachingpodcast.com. That's kingdomlifecoachingpodcast.com. On my website there, you will see a button. You will see a little spot where you can click the button to go fill out a very brief survey. And I would love to know from you what resonates with you. How can we make this a better space for future listeners? I would love your help. And it will really, it's a win-win because you will be blessed from the content too. It'll be stuff that you want to hear about. So please just let me know what do you want to hear moving forward? And if you fill out this brief survey, I am going to pick two names. One of you will win a complimentary Untangled Facebook and journal. I will send it to you. If you already have a copy, then feel free to gift it to a friend. And another lucky listener will get a 30-minute complimentary unstuck call with me. So I would love to hear what's going on, how I could pray for you, maybe add a little nugget of guidance and wisdom that will help move you forward in a certain place of life. So again, that's kingdomlifecoachingpodcast.com. Fill out the survey. I really, really want to make this a space that would bless you, help you, educate you, and really move you forward in your faith and in your life. So that's that. And I also want to let you know that I am adding a new feature to my weekly email. So if you are not on my email friends list yet, you're going to want to be. 
Every Wednesday, I send out a newsletter. I know wah, wah, the word newsletter is just so sad. What should I say? Broadcast, communications, whatever it is, whatever word floats your boat. I'm adding a journaling prompt in each week. So I'm super excited to add to my weekly Wednesday emails, a journaling prompt just for you. It will be inspired by one verse of scripture and it will help you move through that day, move through that week into some new level of faith, new level of understanding, revelation of where you are in your life and your faith. And I'm super excited to add that. So if you want to jump on my email list, you can go to my homepage, meganbnilson.com. That's N-I-L-S-E-N and scroll down to the bottom of the homepage. Just put your first name and email in there and you will be rocking and rolling and ready to go. Lastly, before I dive in here, I want to remind you that the Come Alive Conference One Day Virtual Summit is coming up on Friday, October 27th, and it is going to be amazing. So for those of you that are hungry to walk in the call that you are receiving from the Lord, you want to shed the things that are keeping you stuck heavy, overwhelmed, and move into a new level of holistic faith and fulfillment. This is for you. There are seven speakers that are going to dive into seven topics that will help you unlock just full, full life finances, physical, emotional, relationship, wellness. And I am going to be the closer talking about your purpose. If you want to find out more about that, you can go to my homepage again, meganbnelson.com. Click on the banner at the top. It will take you straight to the registration information or you can go to my Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsson. Look at my link tree and uh, my link tree has it. You can just click into that as well. So, all right, without further ado, I really want to settle in today and talk about this question. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Many of you are probably familiar with this passage from John chapter five, but I want to read it to you out of the voice translation. I don't know if you have ever been introduced to this translation. I absolutely love it. I love to read from different translations. And this one's a fun one. It's almost written like as if it were the script of a play. So we'll have the characters or the people's names and it's written like, like that. So it's kind of cool, but I want to read this to you. And then I want to dive into what I feel like the Lord is, is prompting and giving in this season and ask you some questions that will hopefully unlock revelation for you to move forward. So without further ado, John chapter five from the voice translation. When these events were completed, Jesus led his followers to Jerusalem, where they would celebrate a Jewish feast together. Just side note, Jesus takes his disciples into the one of most one of the most miserable places miserable places they have ever seen. The suffering and impurity is frightening, but he comes to serve these precious people. So he's headed to the pool of Bethesda, and you're going to hear a little bit more about it. In Jerusalem, they came upon a pool by the sheep gate surrounded by five covered porches. In Hebrew, this place is called Bethesda. Crowds of people lined the area, lying around the porches. All of these people were disabled in some way. Some were blind, lame, paralyzed, or plagued by diseases. And they were waiting for the waters to move. From time to time, a heavenly messenger would come to stir the water in the pool. Whoever reached the water first and got in after it, after it was agitated, would be healed of his or her disease. In the crowd, Jesus noticed one particular man who had been living with his disability for 38 years. 
He knew this man had been waiting here a long time. (laughs) You don't say. Jesus says to this disabled man, are you here in this place hoping to be healed? What kind of question is that, right? I mean, how, how could Jesus even ask that? Of course he was. At least one would think. The disabled man says, kind sir, I wait like all of these people for the waters to stir, but I cannot walk. If I'm to be healed in the waters, someone must carry me into the pool. Without a helping hand, someone else beats me to the water's edge each time it is stirred. Jesus says, stand up, carry your mat, and walk. At the moment Jesus uttered these words, a healing energy coursed through the man and returned life to his limbs. He stood and walked for the first time in 38 years. I just can't even imagine that moment. I think it's kind of impossible to imagine his excitement. His entire life has been de- been defined by this illness. And now, in a moment, he's free from it. He's free from the pain. He's free from weakness. He's free from the depression that has likely gripped his soul. He's free from the shame he always knew. And now he doesn't just walk. He runs and celebrates with friends and family. Everyone rejoices with him, except for some of the Jewish leaders. Instead, they drill him with questions as if they can disregard this miracle. This is the commentary in the voice translation. And it's so interesting to be reading this story and be mesmerized, captivated by this interaction with Jesus. And yet we see Right on the heels of this, there are those that would dismiss, those that want to accuse Jesus of healing on the Sabbath. They want to undermine this in some way. And isn't that just human nature? Isn't that, why are we like that? Why do we see someone get healed? We see an absolute supernatural miracle, and then we think, well, that can't possibly be true. That can't possibly be what happened. There's got to be a reason. And not only is there, do I not agree with this? I'm actually going to thwart it. I'm going to say that this shouldn't happen. Not only that I'm not okay with it happening, but it shouldn't happen because he's healing on the wrong day. This is such a fascinating interaction of human nature. I want to go back up to the top of the story and Jesus's question, do you want to get well? Doesn't that seem like the most redundant and strange question? Wouldn't he want to get well? He's been there for 38 flipping years. And then the man says, there's no way I can get healed. There's no one to come down when the angel comes. As soon as as I try to crawl to the edge, someone's there ahead of me. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. And what I notice here is the man, this this disabled, crippled man does not even answer Jesus's actual question. Jesus had said, do you want to get well? And the man doesn't say yes or no. He, He immediately goes into the reason why he hasn't gotten well. And I'm wondering for you today, if Jesus is looking into a piece of your life and saying, do you want to get well? in this space? Do you want to get well and healthy in your relationships, in your relationship with your spouse or your kids, or in your relationship with yourself and your identity, your parents, whatever it is, do you want to get well in this area of your health and in your life? And you might be tempted to say, you're going to skirt the actual answer. Instead of saying, yes, Jesus, I want to get well. What is it going to take? 
you might be tempted to say, well, you know what? I've tried to get well in that area. I've tried to take care of my marriage and gone to counseling. We've tried to work things out with our kids. I'm trying to get things right with my, you know, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. Aren't we human beings so full of excuses as to why we are not getting well? Without just saying, yes, Lord, I want to get well, heal me. Our immediate fleshly response is all the reasons why it's not going to be possible for us, why we've tried it in the past and it's not possible. And right now, even as I'm saying this, I I feel like there are some of you listening and this is going to resonate so strongly. There's an area of your life. There is a record, a broken record in your life, a script that has been playing over and over in your head on a loop about your health or about your emotions, about your relationships. I don't know what the specifics are, but I know that there is something in your life right now that you are really frustrated with. You're so tired that this thing is gripping you and keeping you stuck in this place. Maybe it's a fear of missing out. Maybe it's a a belief that you can't succeed in the way you want to succeed that you will never have a healthy relationship, that your marriage is unsalvageable, that your kids are just too wayward, whatever it is. And Jesus is saying, do you want to get well? If you want to get well, lock arms with me. Follow me and I will give you new life. I will bring health and healing into you, but you've got to try it a new way. Stop making excuses for why everybody else is getting ahead of you. That's exactly what this man is saying. I can't get well because every time the angel comes to stir the water, someone else gets ahead of me. And Jesus in that moment is saying, well, here I am. I'm standing here. You actually don't need the water to get well. (laughs) As I'm saying this, I've I've never actually thought about that before. Jesus is, is saying the water is a symbol. The water is a counterfeit healing mechanism. Sure, other people have gotten well here, but I'm telling you, you don't even need to get to the water. You are right here sitting at my feet. I'm standing right here looking at you and I'm offering you the chance to get well. So as you're hearing this, I'm wondering what is coming to your heart and mind right now in which Jesus is saying, you don't need all the things you think you need to get well. The only thing you need right now is to look in my eyes and to believe in me and trust that my healing powers, my love coming through you will make you well. And I love the way that the voice puts it because it it described it as a healing energy coursed through him. Let me look this up one more time. Yes, it says, stand up, carry your mat and walk. And verse nine says, at the moment Jesus uttered these words, a healing energy coursed through the man and returned life to his limbs. What could it look like for you to just trust Jesus in this moment and let his healing energy run through you so that you get to get well. This this question comes to me, do you you actually want to be healed? I think so often we think, well, of course, why wouldn't I want to get healed? But, But our actions, our mindset actually don't fall in line with that. Because if Jesus says, do you want to get well? And we don't even answer the question yes or no. Maybe we don't want to get healed. And I think, well, why why wouldn't we want to get healed? 
because I think many of us are afraid of what it would require to actually pick up our metaphorical mat and walk. So when this man picks up his mat and walks, his life doesn't end there. In fact, it's just beginning. Now he needs to, he needs to learn how to walk. I can't imagine that you are are crippled for 38 years and then all of a sudden you're just this strong, strapping specimen of a human being. I mean, I suppose Jesus's healing can be that thorough, but more often than not in our lives, he says, I'm bringing you to health and wholeness. And that's going to require you to start the actual act of walking, to get out there, to move, to try new things, to talk to new people. This guy hasn't talked to anybody in 38 years. I believe many of us, we, we ask God for wisdom and revelation, but we don't put ourselves in the position to which we can receive it because we're afraid of the answer, afraid of what it might mean for us to actually do the thing. What would it require of you to pick up your mat and walk and be healed in the place, in the very place of brokenness and pain that you are experiencing right now? Are you ready to pick up your mat and live as a healed person? You know, the sheep gate here symbolizes this Jewish law and the sick and the lame would lay under these porticos, these coverings of the law, but they actually weren't healed. So these were supposed to be places where people could go and and be taken care of, so to speak. But what was supposed to be taking care of the people didn't actually heal the people. The law kept them stuck in the same pattern of living, pattern of living day after day. It's only when Jesus shows up on this scene that true and eternal healing comes. There was a moment every day here at the, at the pool of Bethesda when an angel, a heavenly messenger would come and stir the waters. But Jesus is higher than the angels. That's what we read in Hebrews chapter one, verses four through six. Jesus is higher than the angels. We don't need to wait for some sort of magic moment. You can access this kind of peace and power any time. Now, this doesn't mean that you're not going to have strife and experience pain along the way. Unfortunately, it's quite the contrary. Suffering is part of this human journey, and Jesus was no stranger to this suffering either. He said, in this world, you will have suffering. He suffered, but we are to take heart in the midst of it all because he has overcome the world. Wow. In some ways, I might think, do you want to get well is is a rather irrelevant question. Because when Jesus comes into your life, you're a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. You are rebirthed into a new space. You are reborn well, born again into a new way of thinking, a new way of being. The problem is our limited human thinking only categorizes healing oftentimes in the physical sense. And physical healing may or may not happen this side of heaven but Jesus offers eternal healing in the spiritual sense. So what does this look like? What does this look like in a practical daily way? I believe as we walk through difficult times and hard times, we are faced with the same question that Jesus asked. But instead of thinking this is not a reality, as in, like, do you want to get well? We can shift our understanding to really understanding that true healing has already happened. When you are in him, true healing has already happened. The question is, what are you allowing to come back into your life that is rooted so deep in your life that even though you are a believer in Jesus, 
even though you love him and you follow him, you are still stuck and heavy and burdened under the law, under the law of what, what is rooted so deeply inside of you that needs to come out? Is it something that is, that is generation that's come from generation to generation, something that your, your mother struggled with and your grandmother struggled with or your father and your grandfather? What is it you you, if you are listening to this podcast, you are a generational chain breaker. This does not have to continue with you right now, whether it's the brokenness in finances, relationships, health, whatever it is, whatever rift, whatever, whatever has come through the generations. And if you recognize it and you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, my family's been like this for generations. If you see it, that means that Jesus has brought the revelation to your eyes and you can decide right now. And do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Do you want to break this thing off of your family chain so that your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids do not have to suffer? They do not have to struggle with this way because you have decided to be the generational curse breaker, the generational chain breaker. I believe that some of you are thinking of things already as I'm saying this that that have come into your family line and that are not healthy. They need to be rooted out. I believe God is currently drawing your heart to this process. Do you want to pick up that mat and begin walking? You may be walking in a limp for a little while. That is understandable. <laughs> I can only imagine that that that, that he, this guy had to work on his strength. Maybe you're feeling like that too. Maybe you're wondering how you might get well. I hope and pray that if you've listened to any of these episodes, you realize that journaling with the Lord, that writing out your very honest thoughts, your very honest feelings with him, and then asking for him, him for his perspective, putting your, yourself in a position to stand at the watchtower and wait and see what he will say is one method, one way that you can get well. You are drawn to this practice for your own healing. I wonder what specific area of your life are you waiting for healing right now? Now is the time, not tomorrow. Now is the time to pour out your heart to Jesus regarding this issue. Listen closely to his voice so you can receive guidance. What is he saying to you? Shut out all of the extraneous noise. Bring yourself to a place where you can sit and listen to his voice and explore what you sense is the next right thing for your own personal healing. What is that for you? I believe that all of us human beings are on the spectrum of healing from one degree or another. Nobody gets to circumvent this process. But if the revelation is there, you have the opportunity to dig deeper. Why do you want to dig deep? Ultimately, so that you can go higher. You dig deeper to root out the things that are bringing toxicity into your life that are causing holes in the structure and the rift of your family or whatever it is so that you can go higher in life. Your healing is waiting for you. Don't be deceived by counterfeit healing. Jesus is the ultimate healer. Now he will bring you alongside people. I'm not saying that, that, that the things of this world are not helpful. They are absolutely helpful. But your first and foremost, your very first thing to do is come to a saving knowledge of Jesus, 
to look in his eyes and understand that he is the author and the perfecter of your faith. He is the ultimate healer. And then he will give you the next steps. He will help you know who do you need to be connected to, to maintain this healing, to, to, to deepen this healing. Who do you need to talk to? Who you, who do you need to be connected to? How are you going to do this? The choice is yours. It truly is, but you are not alone. God is here. Jesus is with you and he's so ready to walk with you. As I close up this episode, I want to read this gorgeous poem from this book, To Bless the Space Between Us, from John O'Donohue. I've read excerpts from this book before, but I came across this poem in here and it's called The Eyes of Jesus. And I love this poem because I'm imagining the man, the crippled man at the pool of Bethesda, 38 years. Jesus comes right up to him. He looks in his eyes. And listen to this. If you're in a place where you can shut your eyes and listen, see if this, what, what kind of images this brings about for you, the eyes of Jesus. I imagine the eyes of Jesus were harvest brown, the light of their gazing suffused with the seasons the shadow of winter, the mind of spring, the blues of summer, and amber of harvest. A gaze that is perfect, sister, to the kindness that dwells in his beautiful hands. The eyes of Jesus gaze on us, stirring in the heart's clay the confidence of seasons that never lose their way to harvest. This gaze knows the signature of our heartbeat, the first glimmer from the dawn that dreamed our minds. The crevices where thoughts grow long before the longing in the bone sends them toward the mind's eye. The artistry of the emptiness that knows to slow the hunger of outside things until they weave into the twilight side of the heart. A gaze full of all that is still future, looking out for us to glimpse the jeweled light in winter stone, quickening the eyes that look at us to see through to where words are blind, to say what we would love. Forever falling softly on our faces, his gaze plies the soul with light, laying down a luminous layer beneath our brief and brittle days until the appointed dawn comes, assured and harvest deft to unravel the last black knot and we are back home in the house that we have never left. I hope you love that poem as much as I do. There are so many metaphors in here that I think aptly go along with what we have been talking about And I love this last phrase to unravel the last black knot. How can Jesus untangle your faith today? There's some black knot stuck in your heart and in your mind that under the loving grace and mercy of Jesus can be loosed and you can be set free. If you are ready to do some of this internal work and you would love to do some extra journaling, I have created a very beautiful, if I do say so myself, a PDF that you can download and you're wondering, what do I want to, what do I want to journal about? So I created an image that's going to give you 20 journaling prompts. These journaling prompts are 
meant to help you get unstuck, to become aware of what's going on in your life, to pay attention to what you're paying attention to. So if you go to beautifulexchangejournaling.com, that's beautifulexchangejournaling.com, you can have access. I will send you and email you these 20 journaling prompts and you can spend some time writing out your thoughts and then sharing them with the ones you love. And if you get to a place where you've tilled up the soil and you've uncovered some roots that need to be just plain rooted out so new things can grow there, then I would love to hear from you. Message me, hop on my website, schedule a curiosity call. I want to hear what's going on. And if there's any way that I can pray for you, that I can listen to you, that I can add even a nugget of guidance that will help you on your journey of faith and coach you into some practical living understanding that Jesus is the ultimate healer and he wants you to move forward in life and peace and fulfillment, then I would love to do that. So I've listed a lot of things for you guys. Head, you can head into the show notes of the show to figure out how to fill out the survey, to learn about the Come Alive conference, to get on my email list for those weekly journal prompts. And lastly, if you want those 20 prompts, that's going to move you into a space of deep self-awareness and understanding who you are, what God's calling you into, go to beautifulexchangejournaling.com. I'll send you those. And just so much love and blessing to you guys. Thank you for tracking with me. Thank you for hanging out with me. And please let me know what do you want to hear moving forward? What has come up for you? What are you thinking about? What questions do you have? I would love to address some of those in future episodes. So hit me up. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen or head to my website, MeganBNilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.